Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is where the sun hits the sky, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And the doctor himself, Pete Donaldson. Love a bit of supergrass. you with us it's football ramble time of course it is oh aren't we all lucky to be in it together <laughs> um carlo ancelotti and his Bayern munich players that they're in it together they were seen out and about an Oktoberfest recently in germany of course it's october it's that time of the year that's what they do it's Le- brilliant though it's always about this time you always see drug has been seen in lederhosen drug, before yeah, famously yeah. beautiful um it's it's bolt was with them wasn't he oh he was weirdly he? oh yes that's right yeah I don't know why that happened. I don't know whether that was just coincidence. A party was happening. My, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and he can get there very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, Australian, <laughs> my Australian friend Mitch, who hitherto thought of himself as quite a big drinker. Oh, Mitch, right. um, he very He's very Australian. Mitch, he, he turned up to one of the tents for Oktoberfest, I think at like six in the morning, to get a table. And they, open right. at, and they open at nine. Is he that Australian? He got the time zone. He's still on the time zone. <laughs> I don't think he has anything to do with it. But he got there at like six, so he could be there because it starts at nine. Yeah. I think he thought that they started serving beer in Steins at eleven. Yeah, he... but they serve it straight away. Right. Um, I think he, he said he was It'll there. Be done by like eleven. Yeah, but listen to this though. He, he reckons, <laughs> and he looked like a, he looked like a. 
you know, like a Vietnam War vet when he was telling me this. Yeah. A troubled man on the, on the Monday when I saw him at work. And he said um, he, he, they were in, in that table, because mm. it's table service, mm. from nine in the morning to one the next morning. Cool. And he reckons he must have had eight steins, which I think is 16 <laughs> pints yeah. of, of, I guess, Pilsner or beer or whatever. Lovely old uh, and he said one of the things that happened in this tent he was in because it's so crowded mm. if anyone attempts to sit or stand on a table itself they have to basically chug this stein and then, then everyone chucks stuff at them mm. and shouts at them until they finish it <laughs> and then I think he said oh, I made that mistake once didn't do it again is that yeah. Aussie rules that he <laughs> yeah, it, might, it might just be down to him yeah it might just be his particular group of friends so gassy yeah. oh. very gassy but yeah apparently a good a good whatever it was 16 hour session or something so it's Get, get you up and run him, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> imagine doing that oh, pre-gaming. Blow the cobwebs out. <laughs> somebody, somebody we all know who's who's a fan of that, Lord Ramble. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Then we'll leave that there. Mm. Uh, well, if you could take a team or or a person or persons from the world of football to a big special annual event like Oktoberfest, or maybe not like Oktoberfest, but you know something that uh, tickles the uh, the calendar's fancy. Where would you take them, Jim? Uh, well, I think you'll like this one, Luke, because it involves an American thing. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah. we all know that. Text. Um, <laughs> we all know that West Ham is struggling a bit at the moment mm. and uh, Slavon Bilic likes his team dinners because um, he's been getting Mark Noble to organise them as an E and uh, I think it's fair to say so far this season West Ham have lacked balls so what I would what <laughs> I would do is I would take them to Clinton Montana's Testicle Festival known, Wow known as Testicle te- Matt? Known, yeah he'd go yeah. He'd, get a, he'd get an honorary um, trip out of that it's, it's known as Testy Fest which is <laughs> Which is great. And, that. Um, yeah, so what I would do is I'd get Mark Noble to enter them into the ball-eating contest, uh, which is basically whoever eats the most ball bollocks in four minutes wins. What, so, uh, any particular animal? Yeah, bulls. I was going to say oh, bulls. Yeah. bulls. Oh, bulls balls. Oh, oh right, right, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. I, would do, I, w- I was with Pete there, like, well, these are from a sheep, these are from a monkey. Yeah. These mm. are from yeah. Imagine the bulls ones are quite big as well. Yeah, I imagine that you're four minutes probably, um, you, you wouldn't get many down your Well, you get four minutes. Four minutes, you've got to eat the most you can in four minutes. It would so have to be in a soup, like a hot Chinese that. soup or something. I, I don't know. Um, I... I, I wonder if you get a choice of how they're prepared. But I, I was going to say, I think they're well prepared. Oi, they, when, they, when, that, they, when they serve them up to you, these all testy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I would do if I was Billet is to, to motivate Mark Noble, because obviously I'd get him to organise him, is uh, I'd call him Mark Nobles. Or nice, yeah. Very good. Goad him. Yeah, goad him into proving me wrong. Yeah, Diego goad him into him. Sorry. <laughs> it's a strong start, Jim. Mm. Mm. That's a very strong look. Yeah. I would take my friend Mitch to October 1st. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, would, um, I think I would take Louis van Gaal, to that one? No. Although it's strangely <laughs> tear through them. I didn't know. I when didn't does know. the contest start? I didn't know that was Jim's going to be Jim's answer. This is a complete coincidence. I would take Louis van Gaal to a meeting of the Bilderberg group. <laughs> <laughs> Partly because I think that he would be really good at trying to get us in. Because mm. he's quite yeah. brazen, he's quite brave, he's up front, he mm. won't take any stick from any security. And that is our aim, isn't it? Yeah, quite. And, and, he, also, <laughs> and he also would be actually quite interested to go, I reckon. Mm. And I would too. Where so is I, it? If he's not already a member. It rotates around. Yeah. It's to me, it's to me, for those who don't know, it's like a meeting of the most powerful people in the world. Yeah. And it's supposed to be very secretive and a lot yeah. of conspiracy theories around it. Thank mm. you for your secret meeting, lady. Exactly. Lizard lady. Uh, John Ronson wrote a good book about it. It's worth worth mm. reading. But I would take Van Gaal partly for muscle, partly for a shared common interest. Mm. And he'd, he'd look at the all-seeing eye, which will probably feature at some yeah. point, and he'd stare it down. Yeah, <laughs> he would. <laughs> He'd disappear off, and the, then get off his the nuts out. <laughs> <laughs> he'd get his own. Yeah, mm. out. Mm. <laughs> Peter, uh, I would take the entirety of the Borough Squad to Flamingo Land on. Mm. World Rhino Day, which I'm reliably informed happens at uh, Flamingo Land every single year. Where's Flamingo Land? In Hull. 
Oh, sorry, this nearby. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 near Middlesbrough. It was the local place where we used to go. Oh, that's right. Kids, oh, they sponsored Hull. They sponsored Hull. That's the thing. Yeah. There we are. Yeah, sorry, Peter. Well, they uh, yeah. Well, on the website for Flamingoland, World Rhino Day happens on Thursday the twenty second of September, and Friday the twenty third of September, and Saturday the twenty fourth of September, <laughs> and <laughs> Sunday the twenty fifth of September. Every day is Rhino Day. I'd, what's that about? They, they're in danger. They need more days. <laughs> is, it, is it for specific rhinos? Well, the only ones left for each day. I'll tell you what, the, I mean, oft, often the, the, the fixture schedule can get in the way of such things. Mm. Well, they've given you a number of days. They've given you, yeah, they've given the choice. No I mean, Thursday is probably a big thing, unless Borough yeah. get into uh, Europe. Which so. day would yes, you take them? Uh, I'd take on a Thursday, then be fresh for the Saturday. I think most most players, I think, if they've not got European games, I think they get Wednesdays off, don't they? So mm. maybe they might want, Thursday might not If work, you're Andy Carroll, it bleeds into the next, <laughs> <bit> really. <laughs> exactly. Why Middlesbrough? Why would you not take Newcastle? Well, there? because Middlesbrough, they're sponsored by Flamingoland. Yeah, you take them there. What about yeah. the Brazilian side, Flamengo? Flamingo, <laughs> Flamingo Land. I think there's a Flamingo Land down south as well. I think I've driven I past one. I don't think there is. I'm going to say, I'm going to put this out there somewhere along the M3 corridor. Right, I'm not having this. I no, the only down. one. No, Flamingo. The only Flamingo Land is in the northeast, and I used to go every year with my mum and my dad and my little baby hey, sister. What happened? And my dad told me that alligators uh, sleep with their eyes open when we saw a papier mâché one. So I was really scared of this uh, alligator that wasn't real. Right. I mean, there's lots of like, lots of sort of get involved mm. with that. Yep. But one thing I will say is... A though, wasp stung me on the waltzers. The fact... Okay. I mean, that's a <laughs> quick wasp. Waltzers Flamingo Land. That's a, like a, well, that's that's like a drive-by. Well, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing from that wasp. It's no offence, mate, but well, that's brilliant. It's a zoo and a carnival at the same time. Right. Just, just like got, your life. I've just got one, I've just got one point to make. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, you, you, do mean a, you do mean like a, an insect or wasp, not like some yeah. white Anglo-Saxon Protestant man came up to you with a hidden camera and stung you in the sort of that... No. Because that does seem appropriate. Not one of the rugby team. Yes, OK. Well, this, just the fact that you went to one near Middlesbrough doesn't mean there can't be one somewhere else. Ju- th- it's like having two light water valleys. Okay. Is or two Cheshire World of Adventures. It doesn't work. No, 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 but no, 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 no. the name of the place exactly. it's in. Yeah. What, is there a flamingo in Middlesbrough? <laughs> yes. I'm going to go with yes. There are certainly giraffes, or there used to be. Okay. And red pandas. Red panda. I saw a red yeah. panda, and it's, they're, they're a pleasant animal. Why is it a red panda in the northeast? What they, is it up to? Where's well, it think it is? Well, they, they're affiliated with Middlesbrough Football Club. They painted it red. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is going to be Cadbury's cream eggs all over again. You're going to have egg on your face. Cream egg. As soon as people get involved, remind people what the Cadbury's cream egg thing was. Um, I told Pete, I blew Pete's tiny mind mm. by telling him that Cadbury's cream eggs are only available between Christmas and Easter. Mm. And then he tried to get out of it by saying, "Oh yeah, but there's loads left over after Easter." So technically, I was correct. <laughs> I'm fa- I'm fairly certain you still get them. And I, I didn't we prove? <laughs> didn't you basically say if you can buy one in October, uh, you give me ten pounds? No, and get, I found I, it, and I, I found one in October. Yeah, one out of date. Two it wasn't I, out of date. I though. had to get a news agent to back me up. <laughs> I had to actually speak to the local news agent and say, "Can you just?" First. Had the only, to. The only thing I will say is <laughs> one news agent. Oh, well, that's enough for me. The bet, Your is, Honor. Null, the bet is null and void now, anyway, because uh, for Halloween they've started bringing out scream eggs, right? In a slightly different colour for Halloween, so it doesn't really matter. They're anymore. an horrible taste yeah. now, aren't they? The chocolate's anyway, terrible. If you've been to Flamingo Land, somewhere south of London <laughs> uh, or south of the Midlands, shall we say? Okay. Let me know because I'm pretty sure I've seen one. Okay. There we go. But if you have been to the one in North East, tell us. How, how it, did you get on there? If it's a mob and pop joint, though, with, like, one flamingo, mm. I'm not no, having that. It's an official branded flamingo. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, okay. It's official you can't just right. go around starting your own flamingo. Land, <laughs> like, <laughs> my, rash, my rationale is that I've definitely seen a flamingo. Land, I've never been anywhere near uh, Middlesbrough. So... It, it, <laughs> That is a, that's, that's, that's a dig. I yeah. once went there. I've got, I've got no beef, but I've got no reason to go. <laughs> there was once on a, on, a, on a way to a festival I used to go to in, in the West Country. You could stop off, and it was like a sort of a masonry service. Yeah, well, it was not too far from there, and there was one of the. It was it was very local. 
Somerset local, and it was uh, there was right. a, a talking parrot was one of the uh, the things. Any flamingos? No flamingos. The wo- a woman threatened to break my legs there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Uh, I offended her. If they break, he's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I offended her with my inoffensive ways. Yeah. Uh, but my answer to the opening question is uh, I can't is, remember what it is, is, now. is this oh, <laughs> about uh, special events or uh, annual oh, yeah. events? I would get those former disgraced members of FIFA. You know the ones who big event. Yeah, the ones who have been, uh, you know, Blatter and Platini and all the, the, these people, Jack Warner, all these. There's a 747 amount of people. Yeah. You're going to have to get them all on a big jumbo jet. Don't, they know how to get around the world, don't worry about <laughs> that. <laughs> at the drop of a hat, yeah. at the drop of a coin. Yeah. And uh, I would take them to the, the running of the bulls in Spain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> get in there. Nice. Essentially. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what, what amounts to f- quite violent physical abuse to elderly gentlemen? <laughs> a slow-release murder. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was either that or take them to the cheese rolling in Gloucestershire. And roll them. Yeah, no, well, yes, because that's what they do, don't they? You roll All the cheese down All sorts of broken ankles they like, do in that. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought, that's not enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Blazer rolled. Yeah. Oh, Blazer would win. Rolled. Yeah. Blazer would win. They all roll under pressure, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Indeed they do. Uh, let's talk about... Oh, I'll dish out points. the points. Uh, who's, uh, Jim's got the point. Yeah, as long, I, was, I was about to say, as long as you don't give them to Flamingo Land, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. We, we'll see. Uh, the Premier League, Spurs. Luke, you said that if Spurs could win this game, it would blow the Premier League title mm. wide open, and it has. It was superb stuff from Tottenham Hotspur. It has, and I was excited to watch it. It was, for me, the performance of the Premier League season so far from a team. I thought they were superb, Spurs. Um, I thought they were you know, irresistibly good. Um, did they beat Poch- uh, Did they beat Guardiola at his own game? Well, I, th- I think they did to an extent because I mean City still have more possession. Mm. But if you look at the other stats, I mean Spurs, Spurs were just so um, so determined to win the ball back at mm. every opportunity. They committed twice as many fouls as City. And they just they just kept and they harassed them for the first whistle. Just went after them, and I, I thought it was a bit strange that, that um, Zabaleta and Kolarov started the game because they both started the game against Celtic, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is always going to be a tough game. And, and then you've got players like Navas who who's inconsistent, who can let you down. Uh, I don't. I didn't think Fernando was really that that good either. Uh, he didn't look like he, he enjoyed getting the ball under pressure. Wanyama was amazing yeah, for Spurs. The thing about Wanyama is he came with a bit of a reputation when he went to Southampton, I think, of, of being really up for the big games, but necessarily not necessarily being there uh, consistently for the games that weren't maybe as fashionable. He, he, he had his a move. They've got Sissoko for that, haven't they? Well, quite. <laughs> um, and it, but, he, but him marshalling the back four, that back five they had, because essentially they had like Wanyama in front of the back four, didn't they? Mm. It's just a, such it, a solid it, back yeah, five. He played that screening role so well. It was, it was like, like Makaleli in his pomp. It was but absolutely superb. You cannot Imagine a player turning up to that Pochettino side and being half-assed. Mm. No, you just you just won't, yeah, you, it won't you, be tolerated. You get left behind, won't you? Because they, they are so quick, they're so energetic. Yeah. You, you'd feel like life was at half speed if you didn't sort of keep up with them. <laughs> but, it's, but what Pochettino's created there is he created a side. If you were a young, hungry footballer, you'd be looking at that team. Obviously, there's other teams as well, but not not talking about money and all that. Pure footballing terms. If if people still do that. You would be like, oh, I want to be, I want to be playing. That's a fun place you, to be. You know what mm. you're going to get, and the great thing about them is they're versatile, right? You talk about one Yarman and midfield doing that job. Well, he can easily revert to having Dyer and Dembele back mm. in there. I mean, they they played the game without Kane, who's their best forward, mm-hmm. and without um, Dembele, who's probably their best outfield player last season. And they've got Ericsson playing a slightly different role and playing it well. Every player knows their role and knows what they're doing and buys into this mentality. And the other thing about them is they just don't concede goals. No. They, they, they've con- I don't think they've conceded a goal in the Premier League from open play yet this season. Well, they, they, they had a great defence last season and, and 
Uh, old uh, son's uh, extra extra trading, Peter, has paid off, hasn't it? No, he's he, come back. He's, he's like got you're a saying, from us, hasn't he? <laughs> he's a man possessed. He had a point to prove against his manager, the fans, and the football ramble as well. Yes. Yeah. But he was fantastic. And the South Korean military. Too. <laughs> the first 20 Spurs, minutes, though, he was hammering possessed. it. Sorry, Jim, what are you saying? Got hope for Spurs, he's not a man possessed, because... Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, if he he's clearly possessed by a very good footballer. Yeah, well, and, all, <laughs> and if that is exercise, what I was about yeah. to say, all the exercise they do will get him out of it. Well, yeah, indeed, <laughs> yeah. I think the problem Spurs have had in the past, when you know they've, because it used to be the case that Spurs would start very well when they the people would start saying, "Are oh, they title contenders?" and various managers would try to play it down and stuff. But um, but they would but never you really. Actually, you actually look at them now and think that well, they they of course they are. They absolutely have to be. But, it's like the days of Spurs having a bit of a good run and then like inexplicably losing a stupid game at home to West Brom. You know, for example, are, are just gone. Like they, they really, really they sort of believe in themselves of, and, and, and have that momentum now. But Jim, it's funny you say they started well because they went through a phase of, um, of, of giving points away in August because they wouldn't get their squad sorted in time mm. before the transfer window and it would take them a while to get going and those points would sometimes make be the difference, you know. But this time around, I said, I've said all season it's City, Spurs and Liverpool for me and Spurs were so good against City. I mean, they, they did. I mean, they essentially beat City at their own game. Mm. I, I thought Sun could. I mean, well, lots of people gave Wan Yama man of the match. I thought Sun could have been man of the match as well. You know? His first twenty was just incredible. He was yeah. all. I think he, was, he flashed over the bar in like thirty seconds. He was all over the place, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm, but he's, he's still yet to, to do something bigger in international tournaments. So that military service is yeah. still looming mm-hmm. away in the background yeah. in the next on few the, years. On this, on this monkey on his back. <laughs> what did we think of the incident with uh, Lamella and Son fighting over the ball for the penalty? Well, Pochettino said there was no um, rationale or instructions beyond Harry Kane as the penalty taker, and it's whoever feels like. He said that thing that a lot of foreign managers say, which I quite enjoy, it's whoever's in the right moment mm. uh, gets to take it. But you do like need that. a bit of instruction from the manager because the whole Spurs team seemed like in the right moment, didn't yeah. they? They're so <laughs> confident. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I, would, I would have wanted to take it. Whoever gets to it first. Yeah. I would have sympathised with, with what happened because I think I personally would have preferred Son to take it because I think in that situation he seems at the moment to be more reliable. Mm. So confident. But then yeah. with someone like Lamella, he hasn't scored... I'm not sure if he scored the season. But he has. Certainly... He's scored a couple this season. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, but he perhaps is... Uh, I mean, look, Lamella's a brilliant player, and it's nice to see him. Obviously, he was great last season, but you, you, it's funny, isn't it, to think about the time when he signed for Spurs for mm. all that money. It took him a while to find this it took, it took him a yeah. long while, and to, probably to adapt to a new culture and the new yeah. surroundings. You forget about that with football. Also, and it was he was part of a team that was being built from the ground up. He, he came in with a lot of other players, so that yeah. can't help either. Mm. But what about Man City? I mean, they missed De, De Bruyne. Yeah, but they time. did miss some chances as well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? That's why the penalty, the penalty situation was, was an interesting one, because... They missed that penalty. Of course, they were tuning up at the time. But if City went down the end, I've read the score, which they're more than capable of doing, mm. yeah, and then, you're, then you're really starting to worry because you think, God, the momentum has completely swung. But the way the Spurs defended, De Bruyne was a big miss, of course, and, he, and he's, he's a world-class player and could have made a difference. We just don't know what would have happened. But it seemed to me that everything City did in front of goal, even with Aguero, who's arguably one of the, you know, he is one of the best Premier League strikers ever, um, he just seemed so rushed all the time. He had yeah. no space. He couldn't that's, find the space yeah, he normally finds. So well. And Spurs it, were great at, at defending like that. It's quite funny, isn't it, with with so much chat about Joe Hart leaving and Claudio Brava coming in. Spurs targeted Bravo, did they not? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's I mean, the thing, isn't it? He seems like a bit of a wiggle. You could say Celtic did that. So mm. it's, it's worth pointing out that, by the way. Yeah. So you talk about Thank Claudio you. Bravo. Well, you know, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'm just going to expand on it. I completely agree with you, but I want to expand on it by saying Bravo is that type of keeper and Guardiola wants that type of keeper. But you need to understand as well that the type of football that is played in this country means it's all very well for him to be good at the ball at his feet and be like mm. an extra outfield mm. player and all the rest of it. Sometimes you don't get that time. Quite. Yeah, One, they, you don't always get that time. That's exactly what I was about to say. Secondly, they, you'll get bombarded. Because mm. they know as soon as they smell blood, the, first, the moment he did that, that mistake he made early mm. on in his, in his Man City career, 
you knew, and we said it on this mm. show, he's going to get bombarded over and over again. He's got a better deal with it. You're saying Guardiola's methods might just not be enough for him. Well, I just, no, <laughs> I, I just think that he might... He's very stubborn, Guardiola, mm. with what he does. And I think he, he's he's bombed out a big personality and a big goalkeeper mm. in, in that dressing room and brought him his own man in for a particular style. And that style of goalkeeper... I'm not saying he's a bad goalkeeper, but it may not lend itself particularly well to the type of football he's going to have to play every other week in the Premier League. Because he, he looks like another defender at times, which... Mm. At times is great, but as you say, other times it, it may be to the yeah. detriment of the side. But also, we've got to remember that he's adapting to that game, and yeah, it may sure. be that he does have he does have the talent to uh, to know when to do that and when not to do it. He's going to have to adapt. Oh, isn't he? It, it look, looks almost like he's playing. He's playing goal for Barcelona, and we've just course. talked about Lamella having to adapt. To, to the style of play and culture and all those of it, and Bravo is entitled to think that as well. But the difference is, being goalkeeper for Barcelona every week. You you know he, he, some weeks he'll enjoy. You could ship three goals and it, you would still win. Exactly <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Exactly. He's a complete spectator. He's probably you know like in old the old days you know sit on the crossbar and, and sit back and enjoy the show and yeah. see Suarez and go what win did, six nil. What did David de Gea have to do when he came to United as a really highly rated, skillful goalkeeper? The first thing he had to do yeah. was sort his diet out and get big and strong mm-hmm. because you have to do that in the Premier League. This is not a case of us going oh foreign fancy dans they don't like it up and they're not strong enough. Bravo can't do anything about his stature and his size really mm-hmm. so he, he has to adapt in other ways and finally if they play Arsenal at home Arsenal will go toe to toe with them and try and play off the park and Arsenal aren't going to bomb a whole load of balls in the box over and over again um, and there are other teams that won't either but some teams will and mm-hmm. he's got to show he can do that because it could be a difference between winning the Premier League and not winning the Premier League because it's going to be quite close this season but it's funny how switch, much he can switch around because I remember two two weeks ago, three weeks ago, thinking City were going to walk the league. Yeah. So it's difficult to say. But this this game is a good reflection, I think, of, of how tight it is probably going to be. Because as you say, City have been smashing everyone, and then Spurs have just taken them on at their own game and, and, and done the same thing. And it's 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 going to be fascinating, isn't it? But, but Spurs put a real big marker down. They were excellent. Mm. It was like I say, it was probably the performance of the season, and it's, it's all to play for now. City, I think, are one point ahead, and Spurs are the only team to have not lost to the game mm. this season. I think so. Yes, yeah, all to play for. To dare is to do indeed we're going to talk more about the Premier League after this they're men of the world not you regular rabble they love a bit of that Hash, hashtag travel welcome back to the football ramble everybody before we uh, talk more Premier League stuff Luke's got this to say I've got exciting news about the football ramble book launch everyone Woo-hoo. you can do better than that <laughs> <laughs> boo <Yeah. laughs> I was saying boo <laughs> Um, yes, Thursday the 13th of October from 7pm at a central London location to be confirmed is the Football Ramble book launch. Um, and we'd like some of you to come along, as many yes. of you to come along as, as, as possible, really. Um, it's completely free uh, to come along, but you need to reserve a place because uh, there are limited numbers. Uh, it'll be a book signing with a chance to get a book uh, a week early from release because, uh, of course, the release date is the 20th of, 20th of October and this is on the 13th. There's going to be a Q&A, a chance to discuss football with us and the writing of the book. Uh, for more details and the chance to reserve a place, like I said, it's free in the central London location on the thurs- Thursday the 13th of October from 7pm. Go to thefootballramble.com from 10am this Wednesday the 5th of October. Cool. So that's thefootballramble.com, 10am on Wednesday. Um, uh, for more details the book is available on all formats on October the 20th and is available to pre-order now what an offer yep. it's free you can't it's get free central London location and it's not my house let me <laughs> make that very clear well it might be your house later yeah. but the actual <laughs> Q&A there's not, limit, there's not yeah. limited numbers at an event at Pizza House <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for the formal part of the evening yeah. it won't be at Pizza House <laughs> for the informal part yeah. well 
come along and find out. Genu- genuinely, it's very, very limited numbers. So, so mm. get to the footballramble.com at 10am on Wednesday for your chance to get involved. And as we've said, it's completely free. I'm really looking forward to it. Should be fun. Mm. Should be lots mm. of fun. Mm. Mm. Great. I've got some questions for you guys, I tell you. Oh, good. And some answers. Um, <laughs> right, well, we, we talked up Spurs, their, their beautiful football against uh, Manchester City. Perhaps the ugliest goal of the season was yeah. scored by Arsenal, they who usually out. play beautiful football. Yeah, with a against... limb you're not even allowed to use. <laughs> with, uh, does Oxlade-Chamberlain get an assist for that? I don't know. I should get an assist for watching that bloody match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. To, oh, I found it very difficult it to, to keep, keep my concentration. Oxlade-Chamberlain didn't touch it. If he did, it would have been offside. Yeah, Is that right? right? It's, uh, it was very, very difficult to see that even in the replays, wasn't it? Yeah. It was so, so scrappy. Who was it? Scorlick it? Yeah. Scorlick yeah. Scorlick so Scorlick it, yeah. kicked it off his own he hand. He kicked it into yeah. his own arm, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the, if you look at it from the referee's view, I mean, he would have struggled to see so that. So then, yeah. really, the goal was fine because that's ball to hand, is it not? I wonder about this. I think there was an incident of, of, about this a couple of years ago, wasn't there, where a similar thing happened, where the ball was kicked into someone's hand, but it was unreasonable to expect them to be able to get out of the way, so it then stood. But I, I, I mean, he. he, he it was his hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he threw it in. He yeah. threw it in. It's very tough on Burnley, who defended very, yeah. very well. I know. This was actually on Wenger's 20th anniversary, wasn't it? Because people yeah. spoke about it um, being against uh, Chelsea. But uh, but Wenger, yeah, 20th anniversary has happened. And, <laughs> there's um, there's your ugly win. There's your three yeah. points. <laughs> well, that's on, it, on his first it? game, Ian Wright scored two, didn't he? And they were 2-1 winning against Blackburn. Is that right? Was it 2-0? Yeah, who went on to play for Burnley? Who, Ian Wright? He did, yeah, he did. There's your link. Yeah, no, you see, it all yeah. comes back but, around. No, I, I said this, I think, a couple of weeks ago, and I maintain it now. There's not many teams that are going to score a huge amount of goals at no, total all this season. Fantastic mm. against Liverpool. As Burnley, well, so. yeah, Burnley are so well drilled; it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I, think, sorry, Jim. I was watching it with a friend of mine, and you know, towards the end, we're thinking actually, this isn't a bad point given that in mind they are going to be really, really tough to break down, and you're going to get those games. So the, the win felt great, even if it was in slightly dodgy circumstances. But they always the feel the, good; those types of wins. Yeah, yeah they do. And it's, it's at the end of a good week for us, and with the winning against Chelsea and the winning against Basel as well in, in the Champions League, like it's it's tough to to get, you know, 100% out of that. So, got to be happy with it. It's all coming up Arsenal, Jim. Mm. All, all in time. I mean, they're only two points off Manchester City because that Spurs win was actually quite handy for, for the Gunners. Yeah. It's a bit early to be even looking at the table, though, I think, isn't it? Is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> look at it while you can. That's what I say. <laughs> Just look at it while you can. Jim, Arsenal are two points off Manchester City. Yeah. Have a bleeding good look. Maybe get a screenshot. Get my Screenshot to upload to iCloud. Frame it, living room wall. I'll get Pete to Photoshop it so we're yeah. top. Yeah. But you get a tattoo I'll get Pete's dad to do it. You know, son, in that first season, Guardiola get to England. Look at that. Arsenal yeah. were only two points behind at one point. Pete will get a 16 bit tattoo of it if you want. Yeah. On his back. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Wonderful. Oh, that should be a prize we give away. Someone can design a tattoo and you have to have it. What do you think? Worcester. This is right, the word Worcester. Winter, uh, sorry, Worcester gave me a cold over the weekend, so thanks, Worcester. Yeah, I've got a cold as well. I didn't blame yeah. it on Worcester, though. <laughs> you weren't in Worcester. <laughs> you were in Winchester. Oh, Winchester, right. <laughs> Which was a lovely uh, live show. Thanks very much for all who came. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, but you're right about those wins, Luke. Arsenal, it, it, obviously, a, a, a win against Chelsea, you know, 3 0, something like that, is, is brilliant. It's great for the, for the confidence. But to go away to Burnley, who were grinding out the results, and Burnley, you know, hit the bar, did they not? You know, they could have mm. sneaked it as well. To, to come away with the three points when, it, yeah. when, you, when you're knocking on the door, Alexis Sanchez uh, hit the post and blah, blah, blah. You, you feel like you've. you've 
done a runner from a restaurant and gotten away with it. <laughs> it's the thrill of a crime. You certainly do. You certainly do. Uh, it was a good win for Liverpool. Klopp was very angry at half-time as Liverpool's first half performance didn't make sense to him away to Swansea mm. 2-1. But the big news, of course, is Guidlin has gone. Yeah. The American owners have brought in Big Bob Bradley. B-cubed. B- Treble B. <laughs> he's been knocking on the door for ages for a Premier League job, yeah. hasn't he? He has. He's the first American to manage mm. in the Premier League. Good to, good, to have a, a, yeah. good to have another notable egg back he, in the Premier League. He's the first American, isn't he? Yeah, he will be, yeah. yeah. Um, it's Guidlin's 61st birthday today. Oh. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday. Well, now he can enjoy it in quite some style. He actually sent a nice uh, open letter to the fans and to, well, I think just to Swansea in general. He said he even liked the rain. Uh, oh, so it, was, it was actually quite heartwarming to, to um, read. I found this quite interesting. It was an article I read today, uh, Monday, that uh, that mentioned about Bob Bradley had interviewed very well for the job. He interviewed strongly. That's why he got the job. And I thought, well, Gwitlin was still in charge on the Saturday. I was reading this article about midday on the Monday. Sunday. Skype. I tell you what, <laughs> they, they were quick. Yeah. They were very. That was that is efficiency for you. Um, Got the job. Yeah, all right, great. Gwydling, I mean, I, I, I called this on the old Mortal Drama thing. Didn't you did. I? But you did. I, I'm not taking. Any, I don't want people to confuse me and taking pleasure with that because I actually think he's been quite hard, harshly done by. If you if you mm. look at how he was given. Um, the task of keeping him in the Premier League, which he did with a couple of games to spare, I think, maybe mm. even three games to spare. Mm. Signed a new contract in May. They've had quite a tough start, and, yeah. and and they've got some winnable games coming up. You wonder whether they can feasibly, uh, and if they've lined up Bob Bradley in the background, and I'm sure people have their own opinions on how classy that is or isn't, but it, it, really, is it, is it fair to be judging Guidling on that, given it's like June, July, August, four and a bit months and, after yeah. his first... And a high-flying Liverpool as well. I know Swansea yeah, have, exactly. have, have no, historically right. done well against that team, but still, yeah. it's they've still actually been, not hard. Playing not right as well, I, mean, yes. I mean, the games that they've played in, they've, they've lost away to Leicester City. They are the yeah. champions, lest we forget. They, they drew at home with Chelsea. They lost to Manchester City, yeah. and as you say, they lost to, to Liverpool. They lost away to Southampton. Well, that can mm. happen. I think the only... Disa- the, the genuinely... Uh, the, the only genuine disappointing result that they could they could say would be the home loss against Hull, but that yeah. was a way back in in August, and they have lost five in their last six, mm. and you know what the league's like. But they have they've played well in games they've they've lost, which obviously doesn't help you, but does suggest that you know there was room for improvement there, and it could have been turned around. But you know, I, yeah. I'm not, I, don't, I don't want people to think of me as being hypocritical and so say, they, they shouldn't have, they've been great. They've not been very good. I'm not saying they've been very good. I'm just saying, if you give a manager a job and he does that job, i.e. keeps in the Premier League, you then give him a new contract. Four and a half months later, two of which of those months, there hasn't been any football played. Mm-hmm. What's changed? You know, give him till Christmas. Yeah. You've still got a load of points to play for. They're not going to be rock bottom at Christmas anyway because there's other teams that are awful. Yeah. It just seems a little bit quick. That's You're all. asking someone to revolutionise a club in a summer. Right. Effectively, if that's your, you know, if that's. But then, if, if you're running the football club and you think the results have been quite poor, you think that uh, Guidlin is not going to finish in the top half with Swansea. Because personally, I don't think they will finish in the top half if they're under him. Bob Bradley's available, and you think to yourself, well, you've always quite liked him. You've had a, you've had a good chat with him, and so on and so forth. It, 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 it's an early well, twist, isn't well, you, it, really? Well, you've, got to say, you've got to say that Hugh Jenkins overall has actually got the appointments right. I mean, yeah. he, he's got, mm. so, he's got so, so, uh, Palo Sousa in there, he's got Martinez in there, he got Rogers in there. Loudrup, yeah. He's done the, the right mm. thing more often than not, so you have to trust him. I'm just saying, yeah. I, I imagine there are a few Swansea fans who think it's a little bit harsh. Yeah, but the, the Premier League is, is quite cutthroat like that, isn't it? Watford are a great example of like if they get a better opportunity, they take it, even if things are going well. And if you look back to Pochettino coming in for Nigel Adkins at Southampton, when everyone thought it was madness and was really disrespectful, mm. even though that was a tough decision to make, it was the right one. So you know it, it could just be the, and you, the, that Bob Bradley isn't again. Bob Bradley isn't Pochettino. 
Of course not. This but, is not they've know. not hired. They've not hired Jose no, but, Mourinho. But at the time, like, they're looking at him as someone who's going to improve them from the situation they're in. But at the time, Pochettino had only got what a couple of seasons under his belt, Espanol, something like that. You know, he wasn't a big name, and it, it was very much uh, potential. The guy who'd done all right in Spain. So. But you don't want your season to be over by you know the middle of October and sort of go, True. well, we can't. Let's have at least have a tilt at the cup competition or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and they've, uh, been, they've been they've been experienced with winning winning a cup competition mm. in the past. Well, yeah, the although they did get eliminated. On, one of the cups already, though. Well, so. The Pochettino thing is, you know, he had managed reasonably successfully in the Premier League already when Spurs, but took a chance on him. Oh, so, yeah, but we're talking about no, Southampton. Oh, fine, okay, fine, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- that Van der Horn miss. Oh. Oh yeah, right at the end. Nightmares. Oh, but I tell you what, the th- they didn't deserve to get a draw out of that though. The first half they were good. The second half they were. But dreadful. Th- these are the interesting ones because uh, you know we mentioned before that before this game, if Liverpool win, Guidolin could go. That was the word on on yeah. those mean streets. And if, if Swansea just scraped a win, then presumably this interview with Bob Bradley, ah, oh, we know you interviewed well, but yeah. can you just hang on another Not week? Not that well. Oh, he's yeah. won again. <laughs> and he's, yeah. yeah. Well, I know it was only a point, but it was a good point. You know, <laughs> <laughs> What do you do? This must happen in football. Yeah. Stay in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you better not, you dare not take that job, because he might lose next week. Ah, oh, he's gone, and then and off they go. It must happen. But a good win for Liverpool. They're on the march, as, mm. as Luke says. At Manchester United, they dropped points at home to Stoke. Mark Hughes finally avoided... Losing. Yeah, well, the Mark Hughes said his in his post-match interview, Stoke are always a threat. Mm. No <laughs> team has scored fewer goals than them in the Premier League this season, mm. and they've scored 12 in their last 13 Premier League games overall. But always it is a, a threat. It is a logical possibility that they could score, which is a threat. True, I guess so. In which case, then, is, is a threat is you know, the same with every team that's ever played football is technically a threat. Gibraltar are always a threat. A threat. Yeah, well, Gibraltar scored fairly recently, didn't they? Stop oh. having a go at Gibraltar. Yeah. Oh, no, Why have you brought them in? I just said they're always a threat. <laughs> Because people like you write them off, Peter. <laughs> All right? They're always a threat to Marcus's uh, bygone uh, dreams of the empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it back. Yeah. Oh, dear. But, um, but well, that's the United, Spanish empire. United should have been out of sight. They should have oh, been my out goodness. of sight. Yeah. I'd say on lone derby goalkeeper, Lee Grant, he had a superb he did, game. Yeah, he kept Zlatan right oh. out. That first half chance. Oh, yeah. Zlatan had gone for, like, for power along the deck. And, like, you know, most of the time you'd, you'd, you'd back him to just hit it so hard mm. the keeper could do nothing. But no. It's one of those ones where the stri- yeah, where, where the striker goes through and he little swerve of the body. Uh, I'll put that in the corner, and they've almost turned away in celebration. And yeah. you think, what a strong hand! He, that he was. really did make a difference, Grant, because if Zlatan scored that early chance, ah, oh. another four goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then the floodgates. <laughs> the usual four. Yeah. The usual four. <laughs> the delicious chip from Juan Mata in the first half. I don't know if it was going in. The keeper got hands for it as well, Never but it, was, it just looked brilliant. The Grant said that he'd have to rewatch the match to pick out his best save. Ooh. I heard that. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a wonderful afternoon. For him. Uh, West Ham, they got a point as well. Mm. Uh, James Collins said that uh, the team's planned night out last Monday, which uh, was the night out in- involving Andy Carroll. Um, who else was it? Ra- uh, Randolph. Oh, Darren Randolph. Darren yeah. Randolph. And I think Aaron Cresswell may have been at McDonald's in s- at 7 a.m. Yeah. the next morning. James Collins is a man you can imagine chowing down on some ball testicles. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm distancing myself. Well, he, <laughs> but he's, he said he said the team's planned night out was, was as good as a training session. And, it, and then he said that uh, it had obviously worked because they got a point at home to yeah, Middlesbrough. that home draw against the promoted <laughs> side really, sh- really, showed, really showed everyone, didn't it? I know. <laughs> and, and they didn't have to rely on Pyatt doing anything no. great either. Oh, what a goal. <laughs> It was unbelievable, wasn't it? But yes, it Collins, was. it was really interesting, of, and, and Frank of Collins, to say after the game, we just simply cannot expect him to do that all the time. Who's like Frank Collins? <laughs> Carry on. Did I call him Frank Collins? No, you said to be Frank of Collins. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you know that, that, what that goal is, that Payette goal? That was it's just simply another chapter. Yeah. 
in the uh, wonderful stadium migration of West Ham. <laughs> we can't let it go, can that, we? That, you know what, though? I must say about, about Billich, he seems beleaguered, but he, he does sound like he's got the team together, even on, you know, with all the pressure. Because they're terrified. Well, well maybe, but like, I don't know. It just feels like they're all, they know they're not playing well, but they're all trying to do something about it to get out of the slump. And it doesn't seem like he's lost them at all, or there's, there's miscommunication between them. So well, I mean, you, no team's form is going to be perfect all the time. So can you really expect more from him? I mean, they said that they're going to train on the pitch to make it feel more like home, but then if nights out are as good as training sessions... Just if have you, a night out I was going to say, on if, the pitch. Are you going to go past and then hear the West Ham players having a drink in the centre circle? You know. oh, that'd be all right. It wouldn't be bad, would it? Yeah. Mm. Me up for that. You wouldn't be able to hear anything because no one goes past that stadium. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and yeah. the pitch is so far oh, away from the stadium. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but it, no, if you, if you actually walk to it, it's about... Pete, we walked past it the other week, didn't we? Mm. It's, it, there's, no, did nothing, there's nothing. No, there's nothing there. No, there's nothing maybe, maybe it kind of gets a bit. There's a roller coaster. Yeah, it's as far as Flamingo Landesk is. It's in Stratford, of course, which isn't in the middle of nowhere. And you say Westfield, but it's about it is a fair it's about way. half a mile walk from Westfield yeah. across a, 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 a essentially like a walkway where well, nothing happens. Well, if you went to the Olympics, you'll anyone who went to the Olympics will know how You're far quite, away it is yeah. from the. There's that big slide. Yeah, there is a big that slide. I think it's now a slide. Well, they should get that. Take you to the stage and <laughs> lean it over. Yeah, but then you need a slide back, wouldn't you? Yeah. Mm. Well, we're literally hoping there's a slide back because they're on the slide <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> uh, but it was it was great. When I watch Pipe play, I sometimes forget which is stronger foot. Oh yeah, you have to watch absolutely. the free kicks. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. his right foot. Yeah. He probably he probably does as well. It's brilliant. Absolutely. I did enjoy hearing Slavin Bilic um, use the term "on the trot." In his, uh, in his post-match interview. Well, it's a very, very English thing to, for him to nice. have picked up. Wonderful. Uh, we, we're going to talk a little more about English football and then go abroad after this. Hi, I'm Frank Lodoff. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Foot, football Ramble. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All 
you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Remember that the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out on Friday. Manchester United let us down against Stoke. We we said that... Um, they they should gonna... have been out of sight. Well, they should have won. We yeah. said by more than two, didn't we? We said two or more goals. Two or more goals yeah. against Stoke. That was our bet of the week or mm. bet of the show. And uh, they've let us down, so uh, let's hopefully... Let's hopefully... Let's hope that we get the next one right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Friday morning... The, uh, the Football Ramble preview show. Get involved. Sorry, I'm just a bit quiet. I'm just dreading that you might bring up the England squad. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Well, I don't care. Gareth Nobody Southgate. cares. Gareth Southgate doesn't care either, does no. he? No. Round pegs are round. Southgate is doing, I like the idea of Gareth Southgate putting together his England squad in tears, just going, how has this happened to me? <laughs> this <laughs> is exactly. a bloody just thing. Just sarcastic entries. Just, okay. writing, just writing Glenn Johnson and going, oh, that, is, it. that is taking the biscuit. <laughs> Glenn Johnson's had an all right season, to be fair. I know he's... he's... Don't care! <laughs> Lingard's in. Rashford's in. Pete, how much do you care out of ten? Very little. I cared more Very about the England squad. I, I cared uh, a little bit more on Friday in Winchester when it was so... It was a legal minefield. It was. Yeah, Live it was and unleashed. Fun. I think we got through okay, though. It was fine. Yeah. All good. Are you suggesting that talking about the English squad isn't as legally sensitive as talking about other stuff? <laughs> well, the, yeah. The England, England managerial position was a, was a legal mm. uh, hot potato. Glenn Johnson, of course, a man who has had you know his, his own fair share of legal difficulties, shall yeah. we say. Yeah, to- toilet difficulties. Well, yeah. Well, some, some something, man after, something, yeah, something after your own heart, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Johnson, all right, it's factually correct. Well, he's, large he, intestines. He's played football under Harry Redknapp. He has. All right. Mm. You know, Just a fact. Haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it. Raheem Sterling's out and Andros Townsend's in. Um, so, uh, goals galore. Goals galore for England. Sh- shots from distance galore. I, I don't even know who they're playing. Malta. <laughs> I don't even want to know who they're playing. <laughs> all right, fine. Let us uh, move the on. Thing, the, thing, the thing about that is, yeah, you say Malta, we all have a laugh about it. I'm thinking potential banana skin. Yeah, I am. Iceland? Yeah, <laughs> England are. Uh, They'll be fine. They're always fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's qualifying for Carlo. Yeah. It's Let's fine. Let's go to the championship. Yeah. Preston beat Aston Villa 2-0. Good win for those Prestons. But uh, Di Matteo, he's, uh, he's gone. They Pretty are much. Incredibly accommodating team, Villa, aren't they? they are. <laughs> Easily dispossessed. What, what about hesitant this? in the challenge. What about this for that a fact? You, you know, if you miss a chance, you'll get another. They'll give you one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't get downhearted. Um, Dean um, has gone, sorry. I'm not saying pretty much. No, he has gone. Yeah, yeah. he's gone. Um, little little pop quiz for you guys. Hopefully Ooh. you haven't seen it. If you have already seen it, don't give it away, because yeah, right. I definitely yep, won't yep, have seen yep. it, and you can have a guess. I've seen um, it. Okay, fine. How many of their last 51 league games yeah. do you think Aston Villa have won? Two. 51 league games. I'd go with 10. Yeah, I was going to say ten as well. Have a proper guess. All right, uh, seven, four. <laughs> Oof, two was. I know. Yeah, that was incredible. That was a genuine yeah. guess. Have you That's seen, a stinker. Uh, what I thought you were going to say, Luke, is uh, so you linked himself with a job. 
Um, on Sky. Tim Sherwood? Yep. No way! Yep. <laughs> did, an did an interview with Sky saying, obviously, it's a fantastic club. Randy oh Lerner was there. Of course, I'd be interested in, do, in you know, doing it again. He, he said he didn't have a bad word to say about the old owners, but, you know, the new guy's got a lot of energy and, you know, it's they've a great got bad job for anyone. They've got bad words to say about him. Dr. Yeah, Tony. Dr. Tony. He, he saying, called him Dr. Tony, yeah, yeah. Saying, no thanks, Tim. You've done more than enough. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we but could possibly had... ask you to do anything more than you've already oh, done. Yeah. Hey, Big Sam Allardyce. Well, that's the thing. Well, I call him a Big Sam. I, I, I'm a bit. I think it might come a bit too early. Yeah, yeah exactly. Too quick. It, Two of the front it? runners are a big Stevie Bruce and uh, David Wagner, who's um, doing good, very good things at Huddersfield. Bruce, Bruce would take it, wouldn't fit, he? Yeah. Would I, I, take I, it. I don't. I don't think Bruce will work because of what happened with Alex McLeish. I mean, Bruce is a Birmingham man. He, mm, he got Birmingham maybe. promoted, didn't he? Yeah, maybe. There's no. I mean, Alex McLeish was at, uh, at Villa, and they, they booed him every single game. Yeah, he lasted think, about ten minutes. But think about Steve Bruce, right? Well, you just like Steve Bruce, isn't it? No, no. I just said think about Steve Bruce. I am. Treat yourself. Think about Steve Bruce. Drink him in. Diving off a boat on his holidays. <laughs> Speaking of Flamingo Land, there's a great meme of Bruce around with a flamingo legs, isn't there? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's really yeah. good. That's Marcus, you absolutely... It's underrated because of the Keegan thing and the Sven thing. It's underrated how much uh, Marcus loves Bruce. True, yeah. Bruce, are the England team. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I've never, do, I've never hidden my like, love for the England team. My like love. <laughs> my, my lust. <laughs> oh, lust. How are you then? So you'd yeah. like to see Brucey back in the game, is what ask, you're saying? Ask away. Ask away. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Bruce in charge of England, what? You just like seeing Bruce, don't you? <laughs> no, Steve, Steve Bruce, He if he took over at Aston Villa, he'd probably sort them out. But he the knows fans, how to get a team out the of the championship. wouldn't take to him, nor would they want him. I'm yes, but they don't think. seem like de- like anyone from what I've seen the last few say, weeks. They certainly <laughs> don't like Peter. supporting. Is he a Geordie though? <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll ask the question. A Yawa Geordie. A Yawa Geordie. Bruce, if you were to take over Aston Villa, now's the time to do it because they are in such a terrible state. The, the, if, if they would probably overlook some of them anyway. Would They've also them. spent loads of money on players. Yeah. So they've probably got a semblance of a decent squad in there. God, well, but they are at that just level. abject, aren't they, at the moment? They just look so just not interested. In their own careers, great, I th- I think great curries in the town as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we had a great one after hey, the last show. <laughs> but you know, you know, since Villa won in the away game last, I think, I think Sam Allardyce took over at Sunderland. Mm. Sam Allardyce left Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Sam Allardyce took over at England. Mm. Sam Allardyce left England, mm-hmm. and Villa still didn't win on the away game. Oh, that's that's incredible. Well, I tell you what, if, superb. If, if Allardyce wants to get back on the wagon. The Villa fans I, would. I, I, he that's would the last place he wants to be at the moment. Well, I don't know. The <laughs> on the <wagon. laughs> It's a perfect fit for him, but I think it's just come too, too yeah, soon. I, too I soon. think it's time for Tom Hanks to step up if he's such a big fan. The owners <laughs> could do worse than just like pay for a film where he has to sort of method act them back into the what, Premier for League. Nine months. Yeah. yeah David enough. Cameron, he's free, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He wasn't he a big Prince Villa slash West Ham fan? I was going to yeah. say, he might be holding out of the West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. He just doesn't know. But, um, you know, Big Sam, it would be a nice fit, but it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going right. to happen. Sadly. 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 Uh, in League Two, there was uh, absolute scenes at the end of Cambridge 2. Action Stanley won. Yeah. Cambridge scored with nine minutes to go, and then in injury time, Cambridge had a player sent off, and Action were given a penalty. The keeper, Will Norris, saved the pen, and then... I think it went out, was it for a throw-in or something? Yeah. And then from the, the resulting sort of set piece, if you like, a Cambridge player handled on the line, he was sent off, and then Norris saved the penalty again and ensured they won the match with two penalty saves. Pretty much back-to-back. Right back after another, yeah. In injury time from it's the like keeper. It's like ten years in Royal the Rovers. Like, oh, yeah, it's just yeah, run out yeah. of storylines. Yeah. Oh, God. Absolutely wonderful stuff. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't that. think the second penalty was very good. 
No, but at, that, it, po- at that point, it's all about the story. If it's at that point, the keeper should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> <laughs> it needed to be. It needed to be saved. It did absolutely and it, and, right. And he did save it. it heroics, much like um, uh, Alves in goal for Valencia against yeah. Atletico Madrid. Let's go to La Liga. Uh, Atletico did win the game, but there was two penalty saves. That's a great yeah. weekend for goalkeepers. It's similar actually, because the second one was a very very soft penalty, but the first one, I, I'm putting this out there. I think it, it's up there with the best penalty saves I've ever seen. He gets big. such a strong hand to it. He does. Yeah, I, was, I urge everybody to watch it. It was up there. With, with David Seaman in that penalty shootout mm. away to Sampdoria. Just punching it away in the semi-final. On the I think it was the semi-final of the Cup Winners' Cup. Mm. Glorious. I, I remember that. That was great. That. I don't remember that. Oh, no, yeah, I do remember that. That, that was, that was, that was a formative moment for young Jim. That was when, that was when David <laughs> Seaman... Was James at the time. We've got him to thank for that, have we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was when David Seaman really uh, set out his stall as actually quite a decent penalty saver. Mm. Until the Germans rode in in the yeah. year 96. But yeah, Atletico Madrid are top! Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. To be fair to Seaman, he saved a penalty against Spain in the quarterfinal of the year in Yeah, he did. And against uh, Gary McAllister. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pop it in for his penalty in the year in No, I'm yeah. saying that. The, the I thought he loved England. Oh, it would have been better if Steve Bruce was in goal. Oh. Oh. That's <laughs> a shame, Steve. Steve Bruce in goal. <laughs> it would have been better, better if he'd got a cap. No caps. No caps. No caps. No caps. He scored 19 goals in, in one season. Yeah, no caps. No caps. Yeah. Did New get a you cap? Get a cap. You get a cap and a. Cereal packet these days. <laughs> <laughs> you do. They're all just right, Chris Sutton. Jesus. <laughs> they're, all just, they're all just headphones. <laughs> they're all just cereal packets. We um, let it go. Madrid are top after they won Real Madrid. They drew one all with uh, Ibar, little Ibar, and uh, Barcelona. They they were on the wrong end of a wonderful four three game at uh, yeah. Celta Vigo. Oh on. God, they were Barcelona were awful. Barcelona were three nil down. You say that? They were three nil down. Yeah, yeah, one of the uh, Jeremy Matthew had, had a bit of a mare as well, and he at will. one point. Tush Stegen um, basically just under pressure kicked the ball onto the head of an onrushing forward. <laughs> he did. It was absolutely amazing. It was like basically what Sun tried to do to um, to um, Bravo, mm. but actually it. It, it happened. Worked, yeah. <laughs> I, I find uh, Jeremy Matthew, he's, he's obviously like a decent player because he plays for Barcelona. But you know, in some big sides, some of the best sides in the world, and there's a player in there you think. Nobody's yeah. favourite. Yeah, 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 how's, yeah, how's he got in there? <laughs> used to, Manchester United used to have a few. With like, I don't know, like the fullback Fabio, you know, brother mm, of Rafael. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it, I mean, he was okay, but he sort of ends but up at QPR see, and then he's away. Did you see what Matthew did at the week, last week? You got news through of an international call-up, so immediately retired from international duty. What? So I'm, I, I don't want it. I don't want it. And there's a man without honour. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I Turning your back on your country, damn I you! I got rated it. It's quite funny. Yeah. Oh, I don't oh need... what? Really? I'll retire. <laughs> I'd rather retire. Yeah. I, I don't need that today. Yeah. I was looking forward to that international break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, telling your agent to write a press release. You're yeah. like, no, no, I'm not doing it because <laughs> you can't be asked. That template on the desktop. Send it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst has happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got to buy name at the bottom of it. Yeah. No, change that. <laughs> change the name, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's great. Yeah, let's go Madrid. Now, Valencia, they, they obviously lost the game, but they've gone from, from <laughs> the Gary Neville dynasty to the uh, uh, Iestran uh, time, the, the club, where he managed to uh, be worse than Gary Neville. And they've now appointed former Italy manager Cesare Prandelli. Better. Yeah. Mm. I don't think by anyone's <laughs> standards could you call Gary Neville's tenure a dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex Ferguson. A dinner 20- time. <laughs> yeah, Wenger. 20 years, dynasty. <laughs> Ferguson, 25 years or whatever it was, dynasty. You know, Bill Shankly, dynasty. Mm-hmm. Not a dynasty, Gary Neville. <laughs> no. Not even an episode of dynasty. <laughs> Not even an episode of Dallas. Who, sh- <laughs> who shot Gary Neville's career? Yeah, everyone did, but chiefly him. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great... It's a, it's a- 
So stop it. No, I'm, just, I'm fine. But it was a marvellous uh, piece of business for Valencia to get Prandelli but, in. Yeah, Valencia emerged well. from the basement yep. and are smelling the fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, Prandelli, he, 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 I'm not that au okay fait with his, his club career. I know he was at Fiorentina, maybe at Roma as well, and a few others. Um, but he got Italy to the Euros. He's an actual manager. Yeah, that's what I'm basically saying. I know that they didn't have a great World <laughs> yes, Cup. Yes, Marcus, I agree. He's no Steve Bruce, <laughs> but he is a manager. <laughs> <laughs> it is, they're going in the right direction. Yeah. However well he does, and it won't be worse than those two put together, <laughs> yeah. right? I guarantee you that they're going in the right direction. He's loving it. He's coming off the back of the two <laughs> statistically worst managers the two of us ever had. Yes, I will take the job. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'll... only coming in three days a week. <laughs> <laughs> to start with. Yeah. He could have the first three months off. He'd yeah, be fine. He would. It won't do any worse, Jim. No. No, certainly not. Uh, what else happened? Oh, yeah, Gareth Bale got his 50th goal in, in the Spanish top flight. Powerful header as well. It was can a very I, powerful dynasty. Can I bring in a Mario Balotelli update? Mm. Uh, oh, but, oh, before you do, it's a Cristiano Ronaldo update. I'm not bothered about him. He's recently opened a new hotel in Lisbon. Oh, OK. Life is not just about football, is he what did, he said during he, the grand opening. He didn't opening. say it wasn't football related, in which case I'm interested. Yeah. Well, he went on to say... Does, I don't, is the hotel just a big, like, statue of him? It's absolutely <laughs> massive. Yeah, hopefully. That, that, I would the lift, not the lift shaft's like a 30 floor penis each pillow's like those Japanese love pillows with manga characters but they're just his face so you can sleep with Ronaldo oh, I yeah. don't even pretend you've, only, you've never seen one I don't know what that is right. I'm sorry. I don't either okay tell I've us heard, let I've... us know let us know what? tell us <laughs> what do you mean it's, just a, it? it's, a, it's a manga character on a pillow that um, perverts uh, hug what? Oh, a hugging pillow, I've heard of this. Have thing, adult yeah. hugs, yeah. I wish everyone could see his face when yeah. you're saying that. <laughs> it's a mixture of confusion and lust. When he said the word perverts, he realised simultaneously that he was one of those perverts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'll move on for your sake, Peter. Cristiano Cheers, Ronaldo went on to say, I don't have many years left in football, about ten, more or less. He's 31. Yeah. <laughs> He's telling himself, I'm not like that. Ten more years. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I bet you when he's 41, he'll still be tearing it up. He won't yeah. be playing with Real Madrid at 41. Well, no, I'd you won't. Get your bets in. I'd love to see him, you know, <laughs> genuinely be one of those players like Rivaldo though, that just keeps going. No, I wouldn't. No, Rivaldo's I wouldn't, not go, keep on going, is well, he? You wouldn't want to see him. <laughs> is he? Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, but he did for a long time. Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo will never, ever, ever play in the Angolan League. That doesn't mean I wouldn't love to see it. All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Oh, well, if, yeah, there's a pointless conversation then. Jim. Well, yeah. Uh, Imagine a dog that could fly <laughs> <laughs> with Steve Bruce on its back. <laughs> Uh, let's go to France then quickly. Mario Balotelli scored uh, and was sent off for two yellow cards in four minutes. Lovely. He's one of which was for taking the shot of his celebrating said goal. No, no, <laughs> um, we don't like to say that. Nice at top of the league. Nice at top of the league. Yeah. PSG are four points behind him in third. I think PSG are not having a good season at all. They're, they're, it's like they're really missing their best player from yeah, last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Monaco are in there in second. But yeah, like Balotelli has had an immediate impact there. It's great to see. Where are mm. PSG in the table? PSG are third. third. Four points behind Nice and, and Monaco is second. If he's mm. still doing it in December, I'll be really pleased for him. Who, mm. hey, Balotelli? Yeah. It's yeah. as if safe, he's safe to suggest that <laughs> he probably won't be. Yeah. It's as if I he's taken all the incidents he should have been, you know, incidenting oh, from the last couple of seasons the and worst doing them all thing now. I ever did was sign for Man City and Liverpool and Milan and Nice. <laughs> That's what we'll be saying in December. <laughs> Could well be. Uh, should we have some highlights of the week? Yes, mm. we shall. Uh, Matt Elmers, hello to you, Matt. Oh, this is where I read this thing about um, Spurs not conceding a goal at open play all season. Matt Elmers got in touch and told mm. us. We. Um, he said um, Spurs are also the only undefeated side in the league. Uh, first team to take points off Pep Guardiola. I hate boasting, but I need to make the most of this. It's before St. Totteringham's Day comes around. <laughs> Hashtag come on, you Spurs. Thanks for that, Matt. 
Um, what so else there's we... a lot more Spurs happening on the podcast today than usual, I think, yeah. and it's because Lord Ramble isn't here. <laughs> it's true, he's yeah. famously a Spurs fan, of course. Yeah. And they did beat Guardiola's yeah. ba- yeah. uh, Man City. Didn't see Barcelona. Uh, me... <laughs> I, went, I went Barcelona by me, and oh yeah, Man City, that's the one. <laughs> Allow me to change tack by saying Martin Rees' highlight of the week is Liverpool hammering Hull at 5-1 on Mike Feeden's birthday. Now they've got Guidel in the sack on his 61st mm, birthday. Birthday how, smashes. How many birthdays can Liverpool ruin this season? <laughs> how, we don't know. That's there's true, there's yeah. a lot of scope. Well, you know, maybe they're taking a leaf out of mm. Pard's book. Or not just Pard's, but Palace's book, rather. Mm. They used to enjoy spoiling Liverpool's party, didn't they? Maybe, mm. they're, there you maybe go. they're doing it themselves. Oh, I thought you meant like Pard's who just sport people's birthdays which the amazingly named Kai Villabrand Tarafta oh, wow. wow. saying I live in Australia and I almost never get to see overseas content live so my highlight of the week was getting to catch the Facebook Q&A um, we did the Facebook live thing on Friday of course mm. for those who didn't see it um, uh, before the live show at 3.30 on Saturday morning while walking home from a night out wow. <laughs> I remember being a little miffed that my questions weren't answered mm. while the ones directly in the bl- directly above and below mine were I went back to check what my questions were <laughs> and found out I started my first one by telling you lads about how I'd just taken a shit in a park so I guess your avoidance was understandable <laughs> <laughs> have a good week yeah well, <laughs> thanks Kai you will never get that on a ramble live on, on a Facebook live on the main podcast which is yeah. what we're known mm. for primarily that's fine that's our bread and butter all your smut comes here yeah. <laughs> alright um, Andrew Berry says I listened to the ACAS Plus show of Rowan Ricketts uh, oh, which yeah. was an interview of Marcus, of course. Speaking of journeymen. Um, mm, I, wasn't, I wasn't really sure, well, quite, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but it was utterly fascinating. Didn't realise he had such a bizarre yet amazing career. Hashtag shameless plug. Well, if you want to hear a shameless plug, <laughs> listen to this. Go to Acast Plus on the Acast app on your mobile device and you, for pound ninety nine a month, you can listen to ad-free rambles mm-hmm. here and listen to these specials that come out once a month. Mm. The most recent one is a Marcus interview with Ryan mm. Ricketts and bloody interesting it is too. And quite you got, a few have built up now as well. Yeah, I mean, you can. They, they are on iTunes as well. Yeah, uh, not available that just yet. They're available oh, okay. in, in the future. But ACAS is, is a better way to yeah, do it, though. Indeed. Um, Louis T. Moorhead, Diego Alves has now saved 19 out of 37 penalties in Spain with three saves in the past week. Incredible. When you've got it, you've got it. And before we move on, I've got one more correction and clarification. <laughs> Eric Abadal has, in fact, scored this yeah, career, yes. just not in the league. <clears throat> he scored famously in a Classico for Barca. We, we were talking about that, play- didn't we? Yeah, we were talking about players who hadn't scored at all, and he, mm. he has, apparently. Well, that was a cor- correction and clarification for the chap who emailed in, or, or yeah. wait, get the comment, because you said, I'll be honest with you, I haven't checked this, so it's <laughs> it on him. In, it was by a guy called Joseph Bramley, I think, if my memory serves me correct, and uh-huh. it came in just before we walked into the studio. I didn't have time to check it, and we were laid on content. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, I'm taking, a, I'm taking a gamble here. Mm. I, I had a little highlight, just Pit something off. I noticed. Um, mm. Because Everton have got a sign by their pitch that just says, please keep off the grass. Yeah, every, all clubs yeah, have all that. All clubs have oh, that. Right. Yeah. Someone well, hasn't been to have that, I imagine, I've certainly not been sat on the corner plot. Jim, it's, it's not <laughs> aimed at the professionals. I know who it's go not, on. but I just think it's really quaint. If you're the sort of person who's going to do a pitch invasion, you're not going to look at that and think, no, actually, no, I won't no, it's, bother. It's, it's, <laughs> it's probably left over from, because they have stadium tours and stuff like that, mm. and they put it up during the day for people mm. not to go on there. That's basically where it comes from. Mm. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's fair enough. Indeed. Do we have an email, Peter? Oh, we've got a quick email. It's more of a highlight of the week, to be honest, from Martin. He says, hello, Ramblers. My email this week is one of simple fact. Uh, Obviously, uh, come in a little uh, earlier in the week. Dundalk have just earned as much money Mm. in 90 minutes, 1.6 million euros, than they would have won for winning every domestic title until 2031. Wow. Which is a really nice uh, fact. Amazing. I look forward to reading the Ramble book, available from all good bookstores. (laughs) (laughs) October 20th, 2016, whilst drinking coffee out of my new Ramble mug. Wow, this guy's on brand. Goodness me. So on brand. Does he assume that he's won the mug by giving us that fact, or does he assume that he's got one on the way? I'm confused. 
confused. I think uh, he I'll, wanted. I think he just bought one. I just, I'll just reply to that by saying thanks for buying a ramble mug. <laughs> yeah. We really okay, appreciate good. it. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to give you a free one. Yeah. Uh, I think he wanted to get his uh, email read out. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you do it. Technically speaking, though, the 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 mugs are dished out for highlights of the week, though, not email, so he can't be eligible. Yeah, yeah. We don't used to do emails on a Monday, do we? So I'm going to be honest, Kai. Uh, Villa brand Tarafta it's like saying that uh-huh. um, you're not going to win a mark because you're in Australia and we can no afford the postage fee <laughs> so um, who do you want to give it to? Well, give us a recap I mean you're, you're the man who knows so Louis T. Moore head about Diego Alves's penalty saving record mm-hmm. Andrew Berry in the Ryan Ricketts podcast Martin Rees about the birthday ruin as Liverpool and Matt Elmer's the Spurs fan I think Martin Rees yeah, let's go for that then. Let's have it. Let's Martin do it. Rees, get in touch, show at thefootballramble.com with your address and we will send you a mug, sir. Beautiful. There we are. That's it, isn't it? We, 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 we're finished. Go to uh, thefootballramble.com to get all your mugs and whatnot. Luke, have you got anything else? I'm well, just going to remind people, but don't forget to go to thefootballramble.com at 10am on Wednesday to get yourself in, the ch- in with the chance, I suppose, of, of coming along to the Ramble book launch event in central London. Completely mm. free on at 7pm on Thursday the 13th of October. And, right. and if you do miss out, we've got shows in, well, all over the place, haven't we? Cardiff, yeah. Leeds, Brighton, London. Whoa, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful. Well, Glasgow, we've place. got Glasgow and Bristol as well, but they've Glasgow sold out. <gasps> they've yeah. sold out, so, so... move quick. That's right, yeah. Get your tickets from thefootballramble.com. We had a lovely time in Winchester on Friday, didn't yeah, we? It was brilliant. The, the Winchester is beautiful. It's a beautiful town, and there was a number of Southampton fans there. I was a pantomime villain. Oh, that's <laughs> <all> right. <It> <laughs> when you came on, on stage, everyone booed you. Well, you've oh, never no. had that. Well, not in that particular context. Shame. <laughs> circles, mate. It's, like, it's like the shame bit in Game of Thrones. Shame. Yeah, yeah shame. it was a bit like that. I was completely naked as well. Um, but the one thing I would say that I forgot to say that night because I wasn't expecting to get that sort of treatment is just, you know, how sad it must be for them to have to pay to listen yeah. to the Pompey fan speak. Oh, yeah. I bet some of the Raycast subscribers as well. 15 quid that cost them. <laughs> really, yeah. Don't yeah. worry, I'm team Southampton fans. Yeah. The amount of times I heard after the show from drunk people, you look that bad for a skate, was Amazing. Skate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I knew. Oh, that I knew because of the agree. fishing. Yeah, I know. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about that. Right. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, good. I'm done. Yeah. All right. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 